In this week's episode, we're giving thanks for all our bounties and so forth. Enough about paper towels, though, because Bing Bong has finally come to the sweet shop in DCA. What took so long? What's the big deal? Mary Poppins Returns is almost here, and although there appears to be no sneak peek in sight, they are having an art exhibit over at the Opera House on Main Street. Also, Daredevil gets blindsided by cancellation, the very merry sold-out tea party, Candlelight with Pratt, and more on this foul episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. Yes, that's us playing a little bit of taps for Ken Berry, who passed away this past week. Of course, best known for his role on F Troop. For those that are old enough to know about that show. That was a funny show. That was a great show. I was surprised that uh, Larry Storch <laughs> is still alive. <laughs> yeah. Was, he was, was the one who reported on Ken Berry having passed. Right. But yeah, if you guys uh, don't know him from that, you might know him from... Uh, later Disney stuff, such as Herbie Rides Again, and one of my favorites, The Cat from Outer Space. Of course, he was the main character in that. He, he was very br- briefly on Andy Griffith, and then on the spinoff, Mayberry, Mayberry FD. Right. I liked that guy. Yeah, and don't forget he was on Mama's Family. I never watched that show. I did. So, But I, I, I saw that. Then, uh, you know, of course, he made guest appearances on all the usuals, Love Boat. Fantasy Island. <laughs> of course. Everybody was on those shows. this, he was on Chips. Yeah. I don't remember any of that. Uh, there was something interesting here. Apparently, he, used, he served in the U.S. Army Special Services, and he served under Sergeant Leonard Nimoy. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. He entertained the troops and went, won, and went a slot on the Ed Sullivan Show, and then Leonard Nimoy helped introduce him to studio to the studios after he left the Army. And then soon he was under contract to Universal. Wow. So that's kind of neat. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know that either. That's pretty cool. So moving on. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Ranthony. Yes. Who rants and uh, eats and um, <laughs> complains. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks. Whoa. Hey, um, don't, don't break your phone. I'm not trying to break my you phone. You don't have enough money to pay for that. I do not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was my... Uh, of course, you guys know that we mostly record on Tuesdays. It was my birthday. 
yesterday. Did you do anything fun? Uh, Golden Corral. I was gonna say that right now. <laughs> I, was gonna I, had, I had the coupon for the free bu- for the free buffet when you purchase one for your birthday. Oh, and uh, that they had sent me because I signed up for their thing last year, oh. and uh, so I got the thing. And then uh, yeah, so some uh, hashtag don't okay. invite. <laughs> I got some. I got a nice piece of steak. I mean, come on, you know, I drive over here to co- to record. I can drive over here to eat. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Oh, it's okay because I I was doing something else. We'll get to it in a little bit. Okay, well there you go then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right because you were at Disneyland. Right. We'll get to that in a little bit. So what you eat? I'm as old as you now. Yes. <laughs> what you eat? Anything? Really I good? ate a, a nice piece of uh, of uh, medium medium rare steak, top sirloin steak. Ooh. That was like it was better than a piece of top sirloin I actually had at Black Angus on Saturday, where my mom took me for my birthday. Yeah, you have a steak fest over here. <laughs> steak fest 2018. So we, had the, we had the trio, the the fall trio right, right. with the lobster and the shrimp and the and the top sirloin. <laughs> and uh, but the sirloin I had over here because it was fresh, it was right off the uh, right off the thing, and it just didn't feel overcooked or nothing. It was great, but uh, I uh, you know a little bit of everything. That's cool. I don't really ever really get dessert there because I always fill myself up on good food. I never leave myself room for dessert. But I did take one little brownie <laughs> home. Hey, you're not supposed to do that. I I'm well, she Rebecca put it in her purse. And, I'm going to uh, tell the uh, buffet police. Damn it! <laughs> There's a warrant out for your uh, for your capture. They had this, not arrest. They had capture. This, I grabbed the brownie and a piece of what I what was it's labeled as fudge. And then the fudge, I took back to the table, and I went to take a bite. And I took a bite of the fudge. It was weird because it was it almost tasted like uh, whatever it is that uh, that Tootsie Rolls are made of. Oh, okay. Uh, it had the kind of that same aftertaste as a Tootsie Roll. I don't know what it, what's in that. Is that that's not mascarpone or something? Is it? I can't tell you. I but don't it, know. it even almost had the same the the brownie itself almost had the same. Hey, but you know what? If Tim was here, he would have looked up the uh, ingredients for that zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Tim's not here. Oh yeah, we, Tim's not here. <laughs> uh, we don't know what's going on. So um, yeah, uh, it looks like you're having a steak fest over there, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't get to have it that often, except for when I make it here, but. Uh, you know, I guess I have I have it more often than you because I always send you pictures of my steak. Probably, probably, <laughs> and you know, I mean, I have to look at pictures of steak every day from Fernando. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So you know, Thanks. I I gotta treat myself, treat myself sometimes. You know, well, not really treating myself, but I didn't pay nothing. Well, there you go. <laughs> but you still got a treat. I got treat. Part two. Or you two. got treated. I got treated. There you go. You know who needed some treatment? Uh. I don't know. Me. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I got my tooth pulled. Oh, right. That's Yeah, that's why we recorded early last week. Right. So uh, I'm going to say goodbye to uh, number 31. That was his name. Okay. His name was uh, number 31. Oh, all right. And, uh, yeah, I had to get my uh, tooth pulled, and uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't as bad, but, well, one of the worst parts was getting the, the shot. The first shot, it was funny. Well, first of all, they put the little numbing thing on the gums, let that set in. And then the doctor or dentist comes in with the needle to put the Novocaine. And I felt the little prick, and it wasn't that bad. But he's like, I, I kind of like moved and squirmed a little, not squirmed, but you know, I kind of moved, reacted to it. 
And he's like, well, you don't feel that. I'm like, how are you going to tell me I don't feel it? I'm like, he's like, do you feel it? I'm like, I put my fingers like in a little bit. I'm like, oh, he's like, oh. I'm like, how are you going to tell me I didn't feel that? You know, I can only think of really two things right there because I'm not even going to say when the last time I went to the dentist was because people <laughs> would probably be outraged. They're probably already out- outraged. Now. They're probably already are. <laughs> But the thing I thought of was, first of all, I thought of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. That's all I ever think about when somebody mentions a dentist. To be a dentist. (laughs) And then second, when you said Novocaine, I thought of the uh, the Green Day song. (laughs) So they did the Novocaine, then, uh, you know, they went and they come back five, seven minutes later, and then, you know, come react or whatever. And then... uh, he gets a needle again. He goes, okay, we're going to do it one more time. He goes, this one you're going to fill. I'm like, oh, great. So basically he did like the inside of the gum and it hurt. Not not bad, but I was like, oh, because I can fill the needle and whatever. So, yeah, he came and did that and then, you know, left for another five, seven minutes. No, no, actually, no, he didn't. I forgot. He did that and then he started going to work and uh, pulling my tooth. He's okay, you're not going to feel any pain. But you're going to feel a lot of pressure. I've never got a tooth pulled before. Really? Well, I did my wisdom teeth, but I was knocked out. Oh. So I didn't feel that. Yeah. The, the one time I uh, the one time I went to the dentist, uh, or well, the time I went to the dentist you know, when I was, I think, in high school or something like that, or early high school, I had a whole Jaws thing going on where I had teeth growing in before the others, oh, before right. my wisdom, before they had popped. They So I had to have like three teeth pulled in one session because I had teeth growing in like, like a shark. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, like I said, I so did, you're fortunate that you've taken the had this long before you've had. To yeah. Have a, I did my all four wisdom teeth at the same time, but they knocked me out for that. And then this was the first time I ever had to pull. And yeah, I, I definitely I, wasn't I, knocked out. <laughs> you know, I, I thought they were going to put that thing in your mouth, that plastic thing that opens your mouth. Oh. They didn't do that. So I have to, Try to keep my mouth open while he's in there pulling. Yes, he's like, I felt all this pressure. I'm like, oh, you know. And then I see him. He's getting the, the whatever he's using, and he's going back and forth to like wiggle it out. He's oh, it's moving. And I'm just like, God, just shut up and do it. You know, I don't want to hear a play by play. So he pulls it out. He goes, okay, you're done. It's it's over with. You know. And then I guess it's my very last tooth on this side. So my wisdom teeth are not there. And they said that the root was really big compared to all of them. And uh, basically he said that uh, the tooth next to it would actually basically fall backwards because there's no support. So they said, oh, we're going to have to put this, whatever they called it, in. So, you know, there's... Spackle or... Basically, I called it cement. I go, oh, so basically you're going to like cement a hole. He's like, yeah, something like that. So I'm like, okay. He goes, we suggest you do that for us. You're going to have problems with your gum lines, you know, the gums, the, the bone down there is going to just not be able to support, whatever. I'm like, okay. So uh, this, is be- this is before they... So they need to be Michael. Yeah. Just on one side. <laughs> yes. So this is before uh, they pulled it. So then the nurse comes back or whatever she is and comes back and says, okay, here, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, your insurance doesn't cover this. It's going to cost $350. Uh, why didn't they tell you that beforehand? Uh, I'm like, I'm mean, uh, like, they're not really supposed to do that. 
They're not supposed to do work that's... No, no, no. That's why I said it's before they pull the tooth. Oh, before they yeah. pull the tooth. Said, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't hear yeah. that part. Yeah, okay. So... Oh, so you approved it then. Yeah, I was like, yeah. um, okay. You know, I was just thinking about it. It's just like, either I'm going to pay $350 and have it cemented in, whatever they pull it, called it, or I'm not going to do it and my teeth are going to fall. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I just thinking about it. $350 for a little thing of whatever they put in that area to fill it in. Well, it's probably more than that for like a gold crown or something well, on an actual tooth, which would be less stuff. I uh, I did have to pay for my crown when I got my uh, root canal, but I don't remember how much that was. But anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, $350 for a little, little whatever, not even a ounce of cement whatever they called it so yeah that's a lot of money and um i just pulled on my credit card here you go i guess because i don't know what i didn't have any money i was so broke all week and yeah but anyway i got it done and uh they gave me uh some motrin and uh some antibiotics i don't like taking the pills that are really big so i kind of stopped taking the motrin because i i I'll start gagging on it sometimes. Oh, I thought maybe the antibiotic was big. But it, it was kind of, but it was a, a capsule. Okay. They, they get pretty slippery when you drink it Whoa. with water, you know. So, yeah, I'm all good. I'm done. That part of, that part of the dental procedure is done. They still want to do another root canal or whatever they want to do. But I'm just I'm not even going to call them until they call me and say, hey, we want to set this up and I'll, don't call me. <laughs> I'll call you. So we'll see what that happens. But yeah, uh, it wasn't that bad. But still, I couldn't eat that day, and I had me a shake. I had me a strawberry shake from uh, the. Habit. Well, that's not all bad. Oh no, but um, yeah, and then I have to have cereal. I said you can drink, you can have cereal or soup and milkshake. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have a milkshake. <laughs> so that's what I I got to have on that day. But yeah, so I'm saying uh, goodbye to uh, number 31. 31's gone. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you never. I should have kept my tooth off. <laughs> yeah, I was with the, the tooth fairy, man. I guess, that's why I said my boss said, you didn't keep it. I said, yeah, I should have kept it. I could have got some money from it. Wait, so they took it? Yeah, they didn't oh. offer to give it back to me or anything. Rude. I wasn't thinking about it because I was just like, you know, it was hurting. Bye. <laughs> what abs? Hey, guess what? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, anyway, yeah, you don't know, but, uh, hey, this past week, <laughs> weekend was candlelight. Oh, yeah, I know. I knew that. Yes, you knew that. But you I saw photos. You and... didn't know I was going to talk about it. Well, I, well, no. <laughs> you okay? I don't know. All right. So, yeah, candlelight, and, of course, uh, we didn't find out who was going to be the narrator until dress rehearsal. Well, not dress rehearsal. It was before rehearsal. dress rehearsal, because I saw pictures from dress rehearsal, and it was after you had already told me so i knew it wasn't from that well it was from rehearsal he went up there oh, right okay first of all it was chris pratt if you haven't uh, heard already it was none of the people that were rumored no and uh he went up there and basically got on the mic and was just doing his sound check basically it wasn't a rehearsal it was a sound check and that was uh, before park opening no 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 it was like about two o'clock three o'clock or something like that it was i believe it was actually Maybe something like that. I can't remember what time it was. It was in the afternoon when they, uh, he did okay. that. Okay. Because um, uh, Jeff was there. 
and he uh that was when he out the went out there he was just wearing like a white t-shirt yes yes okay i, I thought that was, i saw because i saw that after you had already told me so maybe it was an old picture then oh i don't know but uh yeah he was just doing a sound check because he was talking in the right mic, but you can hear it it was just to the text so uh yeah uh, he uh did the both nights and um i didn't go i was gonna go on sunday just to go but i i kind of got lazy and i didn't get over there but um I guess it was cool. A lot of people that I know went and saw it. So I could have got a spot if I really wanted. If I would have known, you know, these people were there, then I could have went and had a spot. But, I mean, it's it's whatever. It was, you know, it wasn't anything. I'm, he's not that surprising of a choice. Everybody knows he's openly religious. So it's a, it's an obvious choice for them. And he would obviously say yes. Uh, it's definitely far off from the, because the Lin-Manuel Miranda was the one that you had heard, and that would have made total sense because he was here. Right. He was in L.A. for Press Junket, then he was here for the the opening, and then, you know. He got so, a star. And then he got a star, what, uh, yesterday? Actually, it was on Sunday. No, I think you Friday. told you told me Monday. Yeah, someone put Monday, but it was Friday. Wait, so it was the same day as the premiere then? Yeah. Okay, because the premiere I think was Friday. Yeah, he got the, he got it on Friday. Okay. So I mean, he was already here. It would have made sense. And then there was a stupid rumor that it was going to be Beyonce, which would never happen because Beyonce wouldn't. It would it would be too much of a madhouse. Oh hell yeah! You'd never be able to get Beyonce in the park. No. You get anybody in the park. <laughs> so yeah if you guys uh went and saw candlelight i'm pretty sure you uh had a good time and it's pretty i'm sure it was a good ceremony i um i like the lighting and everything so i got to see some pictures of that and uh i'm pretty sure it was pretty cool but maybe next year i'll, I'll go and take a peek if i'm not doing anything or if i'm not being lazy <laughs> but you know what i wasn't lazy yesterday because i went to the parks right yes Went over there just to uh, check out some stuff, and um, it was uh, it wasn't that crowded. It wasn't that bad when I got there. I got there late though. I got there about six o'clock, and um, we parked in, uh, of course, of uh, uh, Toy Story parking, and we parked in Woody. They didn't even park uh, Woody West, so there was plenty of parking. It was actually to the point where I got there and you can just go and go all the way down and find up your own parking spot. So I found a good spot right by the bus. So it was pretty cool. It wasn't that packed at all. Uh, went into, uh, to the parks and it was, uh, you know what, before I left the house, I was, I looked at the app and like space mountain was 20 minutes long. Wow. That's what I said. But when, when I got to the park, it was 55 minutes. Wow. <laughs> so, but I mean, all the wait times didn't look like it was that bad or anything. And um, it wasn't uh, too hard to get through the parks. But then later on, it did get, like, crowded. It was, like, just just like a regular summer day, I guess, because uh, we were in DCA, and this DCA was pretty crowded in the um, Festival of Fatness area. It's pretty crowded down there. And, of course, over in uh, Disneyland, uh, during the fireworks, it was pretty crowded on Main Street. And we were just chilling by the flagpole watching the fireworks. And um, I said, you know what, let's just chill here and let the crowd, you know, come through Main Street to go out. So before we even try to fight the crowd again in, inside the park, 
and there was a lot of people coming leaving the park so it was pretty crowded i was kind of uh i don't know it's kind of weird you know it's uh it's a monday and uh you know christmas break hasn't even started yet but you still have tons and tons of people that are in the park so i don't know like we said there's barely an off season anymore and um i guess it's just always going to be crowded but it wasn't that bad and uh one of the reasons i did go to the park was to go check out bing bong about time i know bing bong finally made his debut over at the bing bong sweet stuff in dca on the pixar pier and uh, we've been talking about him for a while now and he's been behind a curtain and then behind a wall and finally on friday they uh revealed him he's on the wagon it's pretty cool and you know what i really like this better than not being off the wagon <laughs> Uh, it's pretty cool because he looks like uh, he looks like cotton candy. <laughs> just the the way they made him, his uh, body, I guess it's just it's pink and uh, it looks just like cotton candy. Yeah, we you you really want to go and grab him and uh, eat some of the cotton candy off of him. It looks really cool. So I, I like it. it's pretty cool. He does talk and um, some stuff. You know, like uh, he'll say. Uh, the song he'll sing the song or he'll say different you know you know it's kind of like a bing bong pulling the string and you're having different uh, sayings coming out of him so he does say some stuff it's pretty cool i like him i like him that's got to be what they were having problems with or something i don't know i mean i can't imagine why it took so long if he's been there this whole time or why they took so long to uncover him right and it makes no sense he has a rainbow lights coming out from behind and goes right over his head and into the store and those flicker. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know why it took him this long to reveal him. Maybe they did. Maybe they had to have, um, what's his name, do some recordings and, or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so Bing Bong's there in the sweet stuff shop, and you can go check him out and uh, take some pictures with him, and he's always smiling, so you don't have to say cheese. <laughs> but you know what? I um, uh, We were there, and we headed over to uh, DCA to go uh, – partaking some fat time and this is just a real quick fat time and i uh actually this is kind of a little funny story because um trying to figure out where to eat and i was like you know what let's just uh, i'm gonna have that corn dog so i was gonna order the corn dog i was there with jose and uh we were heading over to um earl's sandwich and i was like well i'm gonna just get a drink here i get my drink here and then i'll get the corn dog so he ordered food I grabbed a, I saw this uh, little package of, uh, or little, it's in a pa- in a little box, a uh, chocolate chip crumb cake. Ooh. That's what I said. So I got that and I got a drink. But while I was in line, I shared this uh, picture with Anthony of the chocolate pudding. And it was basically a shot of chocolate pudding. It looked like a shot glass. Right next to it was a the regular container of a strawberry shortcake. And then they had this little mini chocolate pudding. And I was like, what the hell is this? I was I was really surprised. So I was like, maybe they just had a little sample thing. And then they have the regular size. Nope, they didn't have the regular size. They just had that little little shot glass of chocolate pudding and a little bit of whipped cream. I mean, to be honest, it's probably the same amount of pudding considering they'd only been <laughs> filling up the cup halfway lately when before they closed. So I was really disappointed. It is really weird. I, I actually don't think I would, I would buy that. It was three bucks. And 
I mean, I, I don't think I would buy it. It's Whoa, just, you mean something that's way too, that's out of your... Uh, well, it's three bucks for a little shot. I mean, As opposed to like, like six bucks for a little donut? Yeah, so I'd rather <gasps> have a donut. I mean, because that donut you're at least going to get like I don't know. seven, eight bites out need, of it. Need I remind you of the whipped cream? That whipped cream, though, is so small on there. It's not even enough. I don't know. So, I mean, I don't like it. So anyway, I was just like, you know, whatever. Um, so anyway, I went to go get my corn dog. And I got that, that, the, what is it called? Dragon corn dog, whatever. Golden dragon corn dog. And I'm waiting for it. And then uh, this guy, I was trying to get to the line. There's no one in the line. So I was trying to get there quick. And of course, someone gets in front of me. I'm like, God damn. So, you know, because it takes forever to cook them. So I figured if I might get mine first. And then he can wait for me. But I had to wait for his. So he just ordered a regular corn dog. So he gets his corn dog. And he's like looking at it like he's disappointed in how it looks. And the girl who he was with says, "That's that's it's a it looks pretty good. It's not as small as I thought it's gonna be." And he's just like, didn't seem happy with it. So then they call me, and I got a little you know the fancy plate with the sauces on there and the orange and the big old corn dog. He looks at it and he's like, with an attitude, he's all. How come I didn't get all that stuff on mine? <laughs> I pick up mine. I go, because you didn't order it. <laughs> so he was like, he wasn't happy. He's like, well, I guess all the locals get the good stuff. I'm like, what? And I'm like, you know, thinking, I just walked away. But I'm like, you know, if you look at the menu and read it, then you can see what comes with what. Where is it that has that one again? Right across from the Lego store. Oh, right. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was funny. People just, you know, <laughs> I don't know. You go up there and just say, oh, can I get a corn dog? Then you're going to get a corn dog. He didn't look and see what other stuff they had. But real quick on that uh, chocolate chip from cake, I actually ate that today for, uh, like, breakfast. So I, I, that's why I got it. So, I, you know, I'm going to eat this later. And I was going to eat it last night, but I got full after uh, I had a, uh, we stopped over at uh, the hat. But um, I got full, so I didn't have it last night after I got home. But... I had it today, and I was really, really disappointed in it because I did not get one morsel of, of chocolate chip. Wait, so let me get this straight. In a chocolate chip cookie. No, crumb cake. Chocolate chip crumb cake. There was no chocolate chip. No, there was no chocolate chip. I'm going to go with the, they labeled it wrong. I'm gonna Yeah, I'm going to say that, that it wasn't a chocolate chip crumb cake. Right. It was just a regular. It was just a crumb. It was. <laughs> it at least have a crumb on it. It had crumbs on it. It was a regular crumb cake with no chocolate chips. But I can tell you this. That crumb cake was good. I uh, It was more of a pound cake than the crumb cake flavor. Because I, I always get those struzzle cakes, especially the same thing. Ooh. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it was really good. If you guys go to Earl's Sandwich, you see the crumb cake or it's chocolate chip crumb cake try it it's really good i i uh, highly recommend that i actually do want to go back there and next time we're actually look and make sure they have a chocolate chip somewhere there because i i thought it was going to be inside the cake that's what i thought because it wasn't on top right so i was like oh well maybe it's in the cake <laughs> nope didn't give one uh more so of chocolate chips so well, i hope oh. you didn't pay extra for that one than what the yeah I was regular thinking, I was thinking crumb the cake thing. would be it was uh yeah i think it was was it, I think it was uh I think it was three ninety nine. So 
I will go back and check and make sure that uh you were two ninety nine you could have at least gotten whipped cream pudding. <laughs> that would have been gone way faster than this crumb cake was. But anyway, yeah, that's what I had over there. And um they still have the food trucks there. They have um they have one food truck parked right in the uh, former entrance of um uh Rainforest Cafe. Food truck parked there. There's a food truck that's still uh the Crete Bona Park is parked um, right there by the theater on the right side or the left side, left side. I saw, uh, I don't know where they got it from, but I saw on Inside the Magic that uh, the the other uh, Starbucks is supposed to reopen on the 10th. Did oh. you see that? No, I didn't. Because that wasn't in that article when we fir- it was first mentioned. No. So I don't know where they got that from, but they're reporting that the Starbucks will be opening on the 10th. Oh, I didn't see that. I, so next Monday, in other words. Right next to the Starbucks is the the Habit food truck. They in front of the there. theater? No, on the right, on the left side. So you have Starbucks, and then you have where the the Disney Vacation Club was. Oh, okay. So it's right in front of the, the oh, building. Oh, okay. And then on the left side of that, the truck is Starbucks. And they are working inside there because um, they have lights on. They have curtains up. Inside Starbucks? Yes. So they're well, doing... yeah, if they're supposed to be open on the 10th, yeah. then that makes sense. So if you guys are down there on the 10th, you can probably have some Starbucks over there. Uh, we don't know if that's a true opening date because I didn't even think about trying to find out when that's opening because you know how often we go to Starbucks. It was probably buried at the bottom of another post. That was uh, my day yesterday at the parks, just chilling having some food and um, just watching people and checking out Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Uh, so speaking of donuts and cookies. And don't forget the crumbs. And don't forget the crumbs. <laughs> they uh, have their, the uh, over at Steakhouse 55, they're doing their annual Very Merry Holiday Tea Party. That actually already started on the 16th because, you know, of course, it started and then they waited 11 days to post about it. <laughs> So that started on November 16th, and that will be running until December 31st. Uh, reservations are now open. Tea is served Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, as well as select Thursdays and Mondays. So <laughs> as I was, the so Bible will just say almost every day except for Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that goes from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. They have a holiday tea menu, which includes chocolate, cookie coal scones Monte Cristo donut with langenberry jam Whoa. truffle cackleberry egg sandwich with red currant you're a cackleberry thank you cucumber hummus and smoked salmon pumpernickel the smoked salmon pumpernickel sounds good but I can do without the cucumber hummus classic British curry chicken sandwich duo strawberries Whoa. Seasonal tea favorites include apple pie, green tea, sugar plum, ro- ro- rooibos, or nutcracker black tea. They also have tea-infused cocktails are also available for purchase. And then they have the kids' holiday tea menu, which includes the coal scones, Christmas tree-shaped cucumber sandwich, ham and cheddar snowman sandwich, Peanut butter and jelly Mickey sandwich, desserts, and choice of herbal infusions, juice, milk, and classic or peppermint hot chocolate. As I said, they still have lots of dates available for this month in December. 
Go to the usual places. Uh, what's the uh, what's the reservations? Call seven one four seven eight one dine. Uh, once again, that's over at Steakhouse Fifty Five. I don't know if they have any other teas. Uh, just a note that in case those are sold out, that's not my fault. Because <laughs> there are lots of people in the comments here of the Twitter posts complaining that it's sold out or somebody's people saying that it basically it was already sold out before this tweet even went out of so, course of course of course so uh yeah if you guys go on there uh disregard everything i just said <laughs> unless you're already doing it then hey make sure you guys send us an email mousepire at gmail.com and tell us all about it if you were able to make a reservation tell us when you made the reservation if it was before november 27th be sure you definitely let us know if you made a uh, reservation or if you tried making a reservation before november 27th and it was already sold out definitely let us know because that's when disneyland ap posted about this dirty dirty indeed all right so over at disneyland park they uh just opened up the art of mary poppin returns exhibit over in the main street uh opera house now that's been open for like i think a week or so but only it wasn't all there right from what i hear I know they were in the process of switching it out. Of course, this replaced the train exhibit that had been in there for quite some time. Yeah. But I believe it's all there now. It has been, it was what, announced today? Yes. It officially. Was today. It was officially announced today. So if you guys get over there, make sure you guys like your uh, Mary Poppins, make sure you guys get over there and check that out. Yeah, it says a limited time gallery features original art. Earthquake. Original art, costumes, props, and video clips from the most anticipated film this holiday season. Which, don't forget, comes out on December 19th. So I'm just looking at some of the pictures here that the Disney Parks blog uh, put out. And they do have some pretty cool things in here. They have, I can see uh, Mary's costume and some other things. Oh, the purse. Yeah, her bag and the umbrella. Oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, you can go check out all that. Usually you find the stuff at uh, El Capitan when they're showing it. So um, maybe I'll only be there until the movie comes on and goes over to El Capitan. You never know. This makes me realize something. I don't think they're not, they're not going to do a preview. Oh, It just occurred to me because I had been talking for all these months about how there was going to be a Ralph preview, and then they would probably start the Mary Poppins. They would have a Mary Poppins preview at uh oh oh because uh ralph's at tomorrowland yeah there's nothing going on right now at uh is there nothing at all right now going on it's not still uh obviously uh there's nothing over there's no preview going on and then nothing going on at sunset showcase yeah Yeah. and i totally had remember been expecting them to put mary poppins in there by the end of november well we're now into december uh, like only like what a week away from Two weeks away from the movie opening, and they still haven't heard anything about a preview. So I don't know if it's not happening now, because I just occurred to me that some of that stuff would have been in probably in the lobby. Oh yeah, that's true. So yeah, I guess that's not happening. But what is happening is the uh, little art exhibit over there. So yeah, go over there and check that out. Now, once again, that is at the Opera House, so you can check out some. Mary Poppins art and stuff before you watch uh, Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln's a cool guy. Yeah, I like that guy. And so real quick, if you guys are in the parks and happen to wander over to uh, Fantasyland, 
you would notice a well we love you know we love to see walls and stuff so there's a wall over there on the left side of peter pan's flight so i guess what they're doing over there is uh doing a little remodel of the ada line so not sure how long that's going to take but while they're doing that remodel the attraction is open so you have to worry about it being closed or anything but I guess they're probably going to widen it up or something, huh? This jives with uh, some stuff I've been hearing that there are, is plans to work on all of Fantasyland and do similar to what they did with, uh, you know, do work on all the rides like they did with uh, Dumbo. Oh, right, right, right. And stuff like that. That they have plans to uh, close all of the dark rides in Fantasyland and redo all of them at some, uh, coming up. Like uh, they did uh, Peter Pan? Yes. And uh, Alice? Well, even Peter Pan, they didn't really do anything to the queue. Oh. No, I'm talking about the queues. Oh, this I, is specifically I, work I on... I inside. No, no, specifically work on the queues. Oh, okay. That uh, I've heard that they're getting ready to do a major, like, major, major work on all the queues in uh, Fantasyland. And uh, this might be the beginning of that. I mean, technically, Dumbo was the beginning of that. But... Right. I was just thinking about Alice in Wonderland queue... I mean, just there's no room over there to, you know, try to you know, do anything over there unless you close that area between uh, the uh, Alice and uh, Teacups. Well, I mean, I, any of them. I just wonder how they would do any of them. The right. only one that really has room to expand Q is uh, is um, Toad because it has that little section, that little walled off section. Yeah, but I mean. I don't know. We'll see. Because, I mean, yeah, the those those queues are, have been long overdue because, you know, they're not exactly friendly to uh, the the larger size folks. <laughs> and uh, they are they are uh, rather, you know, tight. Yeah. And uh, the, a lot of them need to be uh, redone. And uh, the ones that have traditional, particularly the ones that have traditional uh, turnstiles, those need to be phased out in favor of the, uh, you know, the exit turnstile right. uh, scanners that a lot of the newer rides have now. Yeah, we'll see. I was kind of expecting because you know I told you I had heard that, but I was kind of expecting this to to happen in January. You know, when the when the off season, the off season quote unquote comes, but uh, you know they might be just starting to do things now. Because if the, they're not actually closing the ride, so they're just you said they're just putting up a wall and starting work on that side, right? But uh, this may be just like a precursor to them actually closing some rides in January, or maybe I mean I, I don't you know. Just you think, haven't would have probably seen something in the closure schedule, but you just got to think about that area where uh, all the the handicapped, you know, the walkers and uh, scooters and wheelchairs. It's not a very you know, it's not a very wide area because you have people waiting in there and then you got the people exiting. So it's kind of, you know, there's no room. Right. So, you know, for them to probably, you know, try to expand that area, maybe they was like, you know, let's just do a head start on the ADA side, you know, on those, uh, on those areas so they can, you know, have more room. Right. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens over there. But, uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, so uh, speaking of uh, things coming up, we did post that uh, they were supposed to be doing centralized locations for fast passes in Tomorrowland. And uh, I went there yesterday, and they did not even start it. I'm not sure what's going on, but as uh, 
I posted that it was going to be basically uh, right there in front of the Tomorrowland Theater. So I'm guessing, you know, you, you know how you used to go in there and have the queue line, that whole little open area right in front, that they would put uh, little carts, little portable carts with the fast passes, and you just go over there and you're supposed to pick up, you know, you pick a fast pass for whatever attraction you're trying to get on. But they didn't do that. I don't know what's going on with that. See, that's not what I got. Uh, I thought it was going to be a person standing there. Well, yeah. There. Well, I was just thinking. There's. Well, what you're saying makes more sense. Well, yeah. I'm thinking there's, there's going to be a yeah cast member standing there doing that. But. Well, yeah, they never use the that queue and you know right there by for the Tomorrowland Theater. They haven't used it in you know probably eight, in two years. So, uh, if not before that. Yeah, it would make sense to have in there have well, you know, either when, a cast member or machines. I wasn't even thinking right now because, you know, those machines are used to scan your pass and get a ticket. And they said there was no ticket. Yeah, see, I, that's I, why I, I wasn't even thinking right now. See, that's so, why I thought, I thought it was just yeah, going to be a used, cast member. used to the old system. So, yeah, so basically I would think, yes, now that there would be a cast member with the little iPhone thing right. scanning your own park ticket or pass and giving you a return time. Right. You know, they'll tell you, okay, you're going to come back at this time. And if you have the app, of course, your return time will be on your app. Right. But you wouldn't get the reminder ticket. Right. There's no need for it. Right. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that they really should probably phase it out because there's too many guests that are getting confused thinking that they need it. Or people are giving them their ticket. Right. Oh, we can't go on the ride. Here you go. Well, yeah, because it's not explained that great. I mean, you can't say, Oh, the ticket means nothing, but then giving them a ticket. You know, people see a ticket, they think the ticket means something. Right. So especially people that are maybe haven't visited in a couple of years and they don't know that the thing changed, that it changed. So maybe they were here three years ago, they needed the ticket. So they're like, okay, well, we need our tickets. Oh, we can give them away like we did that when we were here last time, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then they give them away and then, you know, to some other ignorant family. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> And then you got people who don't have smartphones, and they don't have an app. And then you got the people that just aren't smart. So people are saying, "Well, what if you don't have a smartphone? What if you know you we don't have you know the app and this and this and that?" I'm just like, "Well, then you just need to remember when you got your your you know your time to go back to the." I got an even better answer for those people. Twenty first century, get a smartphone. Who doesn't have a smartphone nowadays? Well, I would rather my dad have a flip phone than a smartphone because all he does is argue with it <laughs> i'm serious i am so serious you uh welcome to bixby i didn't push you <laughs> it's funny you have to be there i mean in fairness somebody who doesn't have a smartphone probably shouldn't be trying to do something as complicated as fast pass but you know so anyway uh like i said it didn't start on monday like they said it was going to people are of course i get those oh what's your source da, 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 da. Whatever, don't care. So, but I, I, I know it's coming soon, and maybe, maybe. Shall we just remind people that Disney will say that they're going to do something on a certain day? Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it that day, especially if they're not prepared for something like this that is obviously a technical challenge. Right. Because I mean, basically, you're, you're having to link all the Tomorrowland fast passes into one system. So that way, they just have to click on a button. Oh, you want a you want space mount? What what ride do you want? They click the button and then they scan. You know, 
everybody knows who's had to deal with somebody with one of those things, how often those things screw up. Oh, yeah. And how often they're pressing on it or they're sitting there scanning and they're scanning, they're moving it like five feet away, they're moving it back and forth. Like they, trying to like, get a signal. You know, trying to get a signal. Right. And it's like, you know, those things don't work. No. So it's it's not really that big of a surprise that they didn't have that going on mon- on Monday. They may have had it going today. We don't know if anybody was there Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever, Thursday, if you're there today, whatever, and you guys have noticed them start to do that, please let us know right away. But otherwise, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's something they're going to start. And the, the, the naysayers can naysay all they want. But, uh, you know, whatever. We, we know that our, our, you know, our source is uh, bona fide. So tell them. I just did. Okay. All right, so moving from the parks over to the world of TV. Hey, I watch TV. I watch it uh, most of the time <laughs> when I'm not playing games. Uh, over on Disney Junior, something I don't really watch that often. I think the only thing I ever watch on Disney Junior is when I am uh, feel like watching Lion Guard, oh. which is it's fun sometimes, but other times I can totally see why it's a good show. But uh, <laughs> uh, coming in 2020, apparently, will be a new show called... Mira Royal Detective. It will be a mystery adventure series for preschoolers that is inspired by the cultures and customs of India. Sounds very interesting. Hey, that's where Mowgli's from. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, it will star a 15-year-old newcomer in the title role, and the, but it also features the voices of uh, Frida Pinto. I know I don't know what exactly she's from, but I I know the name. Uh, Hannah Simone from New Girl. Cal Penn from Harold and Kumar, among other things. Jamila Jamil from The Good Place. And many others. It will be set in a magical Indian-inspired land of Jalpur. The series follows the brave and resourceful Mira, a commoner who is appointed to the the role of royal detective after solving a mystery that involves saving the kingdom's young prince. Cool. Uh, it says each episode of the show will be rooted in India's vibrant heritage. We'll weave authentic music, dance, and customs into two 11-minute stories, which I think is how some, a lot of the, well, Lion Guard's not like that, but I know a lot of Disney Junior shows do the two, well, a lot of Disney Channel shows. Well, that's how Phineas and Ferb was. Oh, right, right, yeah. So that's just another ad of Disney Junior's portfolio of Portfolio of shows representing diverse cultures, including Elena of Avalor and Sophia the First. Elena, Elena of Avalor. Uh, the series was developed by Becca Topol, who was also part of Elena of Avalor, and the executive producer is somebody from Miles from Tomorrowland. Oh, cool. Apparently, Cal Penn will be a mongoose. <laughs> uh, Hannah Simone will be a commoner named Pinky. Jamil will be Mira's Auntie Pushpa. So cool. Another show for all the, the anti-diversity people to complain about. Of course. So that's exciting. Also on the TV front, over on Netflix, Daredevil has joined the ranks of the Marvel shows that has been canceled along with Luke Cage and Iron Fist leaving only basically Jessica Jones I think is basically the only one that hasn't been canceled 
It's probably only a matter of time. It, it's it's definitely all got to be some sort of lead up to not only the uh, bringing together of all Marvel, you know, including the Fox stuff into one umbrella, but you know, getting everything with the streaming service coming up next year, it would make sense that they would bring all those to a close. And then they could either restart the same characters under a different umbrella. And then, you know, and I also think I was telling Dan the other day, because Dan and I were talking about the Daredevil cancellation, and I was telling him that uh, this may be also a way to take, to to pull the rug out from under uh, Ike Perlmutter. (laughs) Because if they bring uh, all of the Marvel, all of the Fox Marvel stuff in, and then they re- you know, redo the organization of the of Marvel as a whole, and then put all characters like for media under one, like under Feige or something like that. Then it would take all of the TV stuff that Perlmutter's been holding hostage and be able to allow it to cross over. You know, and, and this, this ties back to talking about Shield last week with Coulson. And uh, being able to bring Coulson back into the movies and stuff like that. And it's all stuff that's been held behind, you know, held back by the whole Ike Perlmutter having control of the TV and Feige having control of the movies and them not being able to do things because they can't work together. If if you put it all under one thing, they'll all be able to work together. And, uh, you know, this is, you know, like I said, taking all these shows off of uh, Netflix, you can't have... You can't introduce these characters in other mediums until they've been probably pulled out of the Netflix, out of Netflix. Right. You know, so they have to come out of there first before they could be reintroduced other places or even maybe reimagined or whatever they want to do with them. So it definitely makes sense for a lot of this stuff that's happening to set up for big things maybe coming next year, including, like I said, perhaps a huge reorganization of Marvel as a whole. That'd, once Fox, that'd, that'd be cool. Once all the Fox stuff is, yeah, you know, brought back to Marvel where it belongs. So we'll see how that works out. All right, so not really TV, but kind of like that. It's on YouTube. So apparently, uh, they're starting a new what Star Wars Kids channel on YouTube now. I saw that, and uh, one of the first thing that's been released there is a new animated short shorts called galaxy of adventures and basically they're little animated retellings of scenes from the the movies that we've seen already featuring classic characters and everything and uh a lot of those some of those have actually already uh been released they were released list last friday last friday i believe and uh I've uh, checked out a couple. They're pretty cool. Uh, the animation's really neat looking uh, for, you know, people who uh, have a different style or other people who like to complain about other animation <laughs> that they don't like, you know, like Forces of Destiny and Resistance or anything else. Oh, new Mickey Mouse. Yeah, or, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what ifs? <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's, uh, so they, they played a trailer to uh, check that out. In the Star Wars galaxy, adventure awaits in a thrilling new series of shorts. So team up with your friends. Are you sure this thing is safe? Grab your lightsaber. This is the weapon of a Jedi Knight. 
fix your starship. How's this? Use the force. All too easy. Luke, you switched off your targeting computer. And stand up to evil. I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. I don't know what you're talking about. Punch it! Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures. Coming soon to the all-new Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. Yeah, so check that out. Cool. Show it to your kids. It's a good way to kind of give the kids, uh, your kids, uh, without, like, giving them, like, the whole movie all at once. Show them some, show them these, you know, just little clips, maybe selectively, so that way not, no spoilers. Oh, interesting. You know, don't show them, like, one of the ones that's, like, of the end of the movie or something, but show them some of the ones, like, that are more from the beginning or something like that. You know, you know what to do. I don't know nothing. Okay, cool. I actually want to check these out because it's interesting. It sounds really interesting. Yeah, they're kind of neat. Hey, you know what's kind of neat? What? Uh, seeing a trailer for something you've never really heard of. That's how we were kind of in this place uh, last year with Wrinkle in Time. Well, of course, everybody had heard of Wrinkle in Time except for me, apparently. Yeah. But uh, that's how I was kind of feeling with that. Well, I'm at this point again because, of course, you know, the uh, the day after we... Recorded last week, they released. Actually, it was at midnight because it was just yeah, I was like say that. it was just like the Dumbo trailer. Because li- you had literally left. I'm walking with my phone and I get a notification. I think of the trailer or something like. No, it was after. It must have been before that. But I, I was like, I saw the notification. It was at midnight. It was just like that one Dumbo trailer. I'm like, that's weird. What is it with Disney wanting to drop trailers at midnight? I noticed that when I got home or something, I saw, I saw it somewhere. I'm like, what is this? And I was like. And I look at the time and it was released. I said, I think it was like two hours ago. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I, was, I think it was 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, two hours ago. Yeah, so like I said, this was uh, actually last um, Monday, because that's right, we recorded on Monday. It was last Monday night at midnight they released this. And uh, I'm talking about Artemis Fowl, which I've, I've heard of the book series before, only because, you know, I know books. And... Uh, this uh, I think this series started somewhere around 2001. The books came out, and uh, like uh, the only reason I actually one of the only reasons I know about this series is the the author Aon Colfer was handpicked by Douglas Adams' family to write what would be considered the final Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy book, mm. like you know uh, to finish the story because. Douglas Adams died back in uh, 2002, I believe. I mean, no, I mean, it was 2000. And uh, the last book in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series was called Mostly Harmless, and he was always unhappy with how it ended kind of on a down note. And he always wanted to make sure he finished the story on upper note. And then, of course, he died. Many years went by, and they found lots of old material and old writings and stuff. And they, they handpicked this guy to write the final, what would be considered the final book in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series, so that way it would finish on more of an upper note. Oh, and uh, the, that's obviously, this guy's a big deal, the guy who wrote these books. Uh, I assume this is probably a movie that somebody's been trying to get made for a long time, 
I've known that this was on the Disney slate for a while because it was announced, I think, at one of the D23s, uh, either last year or the year before. Uh, you know, it was one of those things where every time they showed the next year and a half of movies, movies there was always Artemis Fowl on there with no real, not really knowing anything about it other than, oh, it's based on those books that I've heard of by that guy who wrote the Hitchhiker's book. <laughs> And that's all I knew about it. I didn't really looked it up or anything. I think you mentioned it on the show, like either last week or the week before. I think you did, because did I? I think so. I, I don't know. What oh, we're... I was reading off the all the movies coming up next year. That's right. what it was. Yeah, and it was one of them. Yeah, because I I was editing. That was last week. Yeah, yeah I was editing, and I was like, oh, <laughs> we just. Or you just mentioned that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I That's right, because I had come across that post that had all of the, the 2019 slate, and I was reading right. how, oh, yeah. how ridiculously, oh, yeah. right. how ridiculous, how many movies Disney has coming out next year. So I'm like, oh, I guess we're supposed to know about this since you talked about it last, or you mentioned it last week. Right. I mean, like I said, we've talked about, we've mentioned this movie many a couple times ever since it was announced. Like I said, probably at D23 last year, I'm guessing. In the sense we've mentioned it a couple times, just in the sense that it's on the slate, but not really going into any details or knowing really what was it about or anything. Well, now that it's uh, we've gotten a trailer for it, we kind of need to start learning what it's about, right? Uh, and apparently, just a little bit of background: uh, Artemis Fowl is apparently the son of a great uh, arch criminal, I guess, so to speak. Okay. And his somehow his uh the the arch criminal father gets kidnapped or something and he Artemis Fowl goes out to uh or goes to save his dad or something like that. Uh there's like four or five books in the series. This is the this movie uh, I guess is based off of parts of two or three of the books. I think it's mostly based off the first and second book. So it's one of those things where if this does well, there might could be a sequel based off of the next one or two books after that. So uh, it's one of those things we kind of have to uh, see what happens. If it uh, does well, then we can maybe expect sequels or a sequel. Uh, did you see the poster? I like the poster. Yeah, I did. Really cool looking. Uh, the movie comes out. Uh, I was actually then I was surprised because I saw when the movie came out. I'm like, well, damn, we're getting kind of a. Yeah, going real well ahead ahead of time because this doesn't even come out until August 9th. Oh, it's like we get such a big trailer like this, you expect it to be a summer. It's one of those movies that they have to push, push, push. I guess because they don't want to happen what happened with Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, they want to. They want to get or Tomorrowland or any of those other niche movies. They want to create interest. Yeah, so that's one of the first rules in um in um in um what you call it marketing. Yes, marketing, create an interest. Or well, I mean specifically, especially if they want this to movie a movie that spins off into sequels. They, you know, you can't really have a sequel if the first one doesn't do well. Right. So, uh, we'll just have to see how that goes and see what we see more of it. But this is our first view of the movie called Artemis Fowl, and uh, it must be a really exciting time for those of you that have been fans of the books ever since uh, two thousand one or whenever those came out. Uh, just note, I forgot completely. Forgot a story point. He, uh, he has to go find uh, apparently fairies. All oh, right, to help him right look for his dad. And there's apparently fairies in the uh, involved in the movie. So, yeah, fairies. 
Our world has never been in more danger. Human greed is what drove us underground all those years ago. To escape from your rapacious appetite. Prepared for the truth behind what you seek. Now you will believe. Artemis fell. from but i like the music in the trailer it reminds me of radiohead oh yeah kind of yeah yeah it does <laughs> i was like what now i didn't mention this or uh probably because i forgot but uh i remember reminded now uh this is actually uh <laughs> in case you didn't have any uh other incentive to go see the movie uh it's it's directed by kenneth Branagh, who of course uh directed uh cinderella recently for Disney, and he also directed the first Thor. Oh. And, you know, of course, you know, starred in many, many movies. It's mostly all newcomers uh, with a few with a few exceptions. Josh Gad and Judy Dench will do have supporting roles, but it's mostly all newcomers. Uh, the music is done by Patrick Doyle, and that makes sense because he did the music for Thor. He also did the music for one of the Harry Potter movies, Goblet of Fire, and Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, cool. So cool. We'll have to see um, more about that coming up at some point. Definitely. Uh, still a long ways off. Not the last you'll hear of that. Something that is definitely not the last you'll hear of it, possibly, is some breaking news from today. Now, we had heard that there was uh there's been rumors what i don't know when was the first time we talked about there being a young cruella Deville movie we've mentioned it's been mentioned before i don't remember it was probably mentioned all the way back when we first mentioned that dumbo was going to be a movie maybe and some of the other ones the some of the other further off ones that that are happening i do remember a mention of a young cruella Deville movie well that has come back now with not only a director but also an actress attached and that was announced today by hollywood reporter that emma stone which i believe we have heard attached to this role before if i'm not mistaken will be playing a will be playing cruella Deville in what is being billed as an origin story set in the early early 1980s with a punk vibe oh interesting most likely going to be directed by greg gillespie Guy who did who directed I Tanya. That's all. Cool. 
Like I said, we'll just have to see what happens more with that. Apparently they had another director, but they dropped out. Bye. Bye. Now, uh, by the time you hear this podcast, there may or may not have been an Avengers 4 trailer. Really? Because we don't know yet. Oh, okay. Because the Avengers 4 trailer is rumored for Wednesday morning. Midnight? I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that there's a Avengers 4 trailer rumored for Wednesday. Today being Tuesday, we don't know yet. But by the time you hear this, you may have seen it. Cool. You will not, if it comes out, you will undoubtedly hear it next week. And if it doesn't, then you will hear it whenever it comes out. Yes. But what you will be hearing, because it did come out, as promised, on Monday Night Football... And going by the time it came out around 7 p.m., I'm guessing at the beginning of Monday Night Football, because Monday Night Football is pretty predictable about when things happen. Just like it was when they've had Star Wars trailers on and people complained, oh, you mean I have to watch football? No, you just have to turn the TV on about 6.45. Or you could just wait until it's online because it's literally online at that exact moment. So, anyways, like I said... On Monday Night Football this week, of course, the brand new and basically big Captain Marvel trailer came out. Too much fanfare and excitement in Hoopla because there's so much happening in this trailer. It is crazy. Have you seen seen it? No. Oh, you have not seen it. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say right off the bat that uh, Marvel is 100% trolling all of those people that were wondering why why, uh, Captain Marvel was hitting... The old woman in the very first teaser. Oh. Because they just right off the bat, they address why she's hitting the old woman in the in this uh, trailer. So let's uh, check that out. So scrolls are the bad guys. And you're a Cree. A race of noble warriors. Heroes. Noble warrior heroes. Your life began the day it nearly ended. We found you. With no memory, we made you one of us. So you could live longer, stronger, Superior. You were reborn. I keep having these memories. Something in my past is the key to all of this. You know how to fly this thing? We'll see. That's a yes or no question. Yes. like to know what you really are I think I had a life here what are you telling me you've come a long way but you're not as strong as you think this war is just the beginning I'm not gonna fight your war I'm going to end it.
name? Aren't you cute? And what's your name, huh? Gary. What's I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Conan. Watch that old lady. Wow, that hurt. Yeah, so the scrolls just has uh, been speculated about and all that. The scrolls are coming. The scrolls are coming. It's been teased ever since. Well, I mean, the, the Chitauri and Avengers were basically stand-ins for scrolls because they couldn't use scrolls at the time. Oh, really? The scrolls have, for a while, been linked and included in the license for Fantastic Four. Because the scrolls were a big part of the Fantastic Four license. So when Marvel and Stan sold off the Fantastic Four license uh, and all the other licenses, it included a bunch of tertiary characters and stuff. And one of the tertiary characters that was included in the sale, in the uh, the deal with Fox, was scrolls as part of that deal because of them being linked to the Fantastic Four. So when they had the creatures that attacked Earth and Avengers, they were what's called the Chitari, but they were kind of like stand-ins for scrolls because they couldn't use the scrolls. Yeah. But then S.H.I.E.L.D. came along and had the whole storyline with Coulson, with Tahiti, and Coulson dying and then being brought back to life and it being connected to uh, being connected to Cree blood and all this stuff. And I still think that that's going to end up tying back to this movie somehow of how they got that of how that all that it's going to maybe set the stage set some crumbs for how that ends up happening but uh yeah so the the scrolls are now they've probably worked out a deal where at some point where the scrolls can now be finally mentioned fully in universe yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be cool going to be cool. Can't wait to see that movie. Of course, that comes out on March 8th. Not too far away. Nope. We're almost but there. still lots of movies between now and then. Yeah. I keep looking at December and keep thinking, man, it's a good thing I have A-list or else. <laughs> You'd be behind. I would be behind and there would be no way. I, I'm like trying to figure out how I'm even going to get caught up because uh, I figured there's like six movies coming out in eight days or something like that or gonna be crazy crazy good all right so that's it so uh why don't we uh move on to some emails yeah so our first email is from wreck it rachel or is that rachel breaks the internet uh rachel breaks broke it <laughs> all right her subject line is did i break the internet <laughs> i don't think i broke the internet but i did see the movie does that count? <laughs> if I could break the internet, I think I'd just break Facebook. Or maybe fix it. What about just break faces? <laughs> anyway, like I said, I did see Ralph breaks the internet, and I thought it was cute. The princesses stole the, the show, and I wanted to see more of them. How about a show with all of them hanging out together, getting into shenanigans? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be crazy. But would you get tired of it really quick, though? Like uh, about all the princesses? You yeah, mean? just a no, prin- because you know what the 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 beauty of a show like that was that is that like with something like uh, 
My Little Pony or lots of other shows that have multiple characters, you could focus on only two or three characters an episode. And some of the other princesses wouldn't even need to show up in the episode. You can have an adventure with Merida and anybody else not understanding what she's <laughs> talking about. And that would be an adventure. You can have, uh, you know, like uh, Pocahontas and, uh, and uh, Moana uh, go on some sort of spiritual adventure or something like that. You know, it, it would be very easy to pair up princesses that, you know, to go on like-minded adventures or pair up opposite princesses to have crazy adventures. But who's going to want to go on an adventure with the Snow White because all she goes is, <laughs> Well, I don't know. Cinderella did quite her own amount of singing. So, I mean, wait, not Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Aurora. You could easily put Aurora and uh, Snow White together. So, no, I just, I think something like that, when you have multiple characters like that, it definitely would make actually a good show because then you know you just mix and match, and then you could have the ever so often you could have the big adventure where everybody has to get involved. You know, it's kind of like Super Friends, except for with Disney princesses. All right, she says our Dis- our Disney Christmas tree for our city's festival of trees came out really cute. I'm super proud of all the hard work we made. All of the ornaments because I'm sure, as you know, one Mickey ornament is around twenty dollars, and we didn't have the budget for that. I hope the family that receives our tree likes it. We didn't win a prize, though. It's okay. That's not what Christmas is about, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Can anybody tell me what Christmas is all about? Christmas is about getting presents. Yes. Yeah, tell them, Sally. <laughs> all right. Glad you guys were impressed by my cake. I like to go all out for the Wait, holidays. you made a cake? Remember the last week? It's a joke. Oh. I just thought you were being like me and losing your brain fluid. <laughs> I watch all the baking shows and I try to be them. I'll remember that you're a simple man when it comes to cake. There was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember. My brain is broken today. Hey, I'm leaking brain fluid over here, so maybe you're doing the same. Uh, don't break the internet unless it's Facebook, Rachel. And she sent us uh, pictures of her tree. I will be close. Of course, they will be posted on the YouTube podcast. Cool. And it looks really nice. Just to let me describe it for you listeners. Uh, she has the Christmas tree skirt in the bottom, which is red and white. It says Merry Christmas. Has some uh, a mini, mini uh, silhouette and a Mickey silhouette. And the Christmas tree has some nice ornaments on there and a lot of Mickey Mouse. And uh, Minnie Mouse ornaments, really cool. And has a ribbon. And on the top of the tree, there is a Minnie Mouse, like plush. Is there a Mickey one in here? I don't see a Mickey one. But on the top of the tree, instead of having a star, she has a Mickey Mouse Santa hat. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Really nice. Really cool. nice. Uh, where did that tree go? She, oh, yeah, it went to a family. That's pretty cool. Nice job. Nice job. Looks really cool. Right on. All right, so thank you for your email, Wreck-It Rachel. I'm glad you didn't break the internet. Don't break it. Because you'll buy, buy it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. And uh, her subject line is, not much. Hey, brothers. Not much to say today. Went to Disneyland Friday. It was really cold. Thinking of going sometime next week in the morning, so I'm not freezing my butt off. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with y'all? 
catching up and writing all of my final papers for last week of the semester. So sleepy. Love, G. So, yeah, I figure she's going to be working on their school stuff and trying to get that out of the way before Christmas break. Even though she'd probably rather be at Disneyland than doing all that. Well, you know, we're, we're not up to much. And um, you, uh, I'm going to talk about later what I'm going to be doing this weekend. So you'll hear that. So, yeah, uh, thank you for your quick little email. Appreciate that, Gazelle the Gazelle. And um, hopefully, you know what, we'll meet up soon. That'd be pretty cool. Go hang out in the parks and um, and uh, have some hot chocolate or something. That'd be cool. All right, next email is from Dan the Mailman. His subject line is, Happy Birthday. Hey. To Ozzy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Anthony, too. Hey, oh. you know what? I, I, you know me. I never fail to post Happy Birthday to Ozzy every year since we share a birthday. Yeah. Uh, well, didn't make it to the parks this weekend. Probably best since it was candlelight weekend anyway. Truth. Kids ended up getting that code that was going around, so did the decorating around the house instead. Watch Prep and Landing while doing it. What's your favorite Disney Christmas cartoon? Besides the obvious Mickey's Christmas Carol, mine is the one with Pluto and Chippendale. Any takers for Belle's Enchanted Christmas or Olaf Frozen Adventure? I like Olaf Frozen Adventure. That was pretty cool. It was on too this past weekend. Uh, Bell's Enchanted Christmas is actually pretty good. It's it's way better than Beating the Beast Two or whatever the oh. other sequel was. Right. Uh, the because if 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 you pay attention, Bell's Frozen Adventure actually takes place in the middle of Beating the Beast. Yeah. It's supposed to take place during the uh, sometime after or before the Something There song. I think it's after the Something There song. It's supposed to take place after that. Okay. During Christmas. I like that one. Uh, the uh, one with Chippendale and the tree with Donald is is always uh, a good one. Uh, I just want to point out, I just want to mention that uh, DuckTales had taken a few weeks off, and then they came back this last Saturday with a new Christmas episode called Last Christmas. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh, it, uh, it was actually really, really good. It had uh, quite a few uh, Scrooge Christmas Carol jokes. And uh, references, oh, okay. including okay. Scrooge hanging out with the three, uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present, Past, and Future. <laughs> okay. And like I said, quite a few uh, references to that other Scrooge and Christmas Carol. And That's cool. It was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty great episode. Uh, really funny. You get to see a young Donald because they go back to the past and you get to see a young Donald. And the young Donald started talking and sounded exactly like the nephews from the original DuckTales. Oh. And I looked it up and come to find out it was Rusey Taylor, the original voice of the of Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby from the original series that did the voice of the young Donald. So it was an intentional <laughs> cool. to make Donald sound like the original nephews That's where you, you could hardly, you know, you could only barely understand them. And of course, uh, Rusey Taylor, I forgot and I... I was remember when I look it up, but then I forgot she she was married to Wayne Allwine. Oh, okay. And uh, Rusey Teller is oh, right, right, she's right, the right. voice of Minnie. Uh, Minnie right, and right. she's been Minnie since '86. Right. Uh, about the same time he became Mickey. Of course, he died in '09, and uh, that other guy Chris Stephanopoulos has been the voice of Mickey ever since. 
but she's still the voice of Minnie. No, there's another. As well. There's another voice of Mickey right now. Oh, I thought it was that Chris Diamopoulos no, guy. Cause uh, I, I saw him mention because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I know he does other voices. He's the voice of Storkules on uh, DuckTales. Oh, okay. I, I, I forgot the name of uh, Minnie and the voice until you were like explaining. But that was really great. Yeah, that was a really great episode. I do I do like Prep and Landing. I like that uh, that cartoon series. Which one is that? That's the newer one. It came out about three, four years ago. Oh, I don't think I saw that. Yeah. And um, I like that show or that that series because I mean, they have two different ones. And I was hoping for a third one, and the third one never came out. So I was kind of disappointed with that. I was like looking forward to that year, but they didn't release a third one. But I yeah, I, I like Prep and Landing. Those are those those the two ones they that they do have is pretty cool. I can't think of any other Disney ones except for this Christmas Carol. All of like I said, all of Frozen Adventures is cool. Uh, this weekend is concert time again, so maybe a shot at the parks on Friday. Coming up quickly on winter break. I'll be able to make an appearance on the show and do some Disney time on the week that I'm off. On the week that I'm off before Christmas with a signature plus right up to and after Christmas as well. Hope to see you all soon. Dan the man out. P.S. Captain Marvel trailer looks good. Yeah, Dan was asking me about that because he was asking me when we take off for Christmas. And I said, well, usually we I think we take off the two weeks. But I think it depends on when the holiday is. Obviously, Christmas and New Year's are both on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, so definitely won't be doing on Tuesday. But uh, yeah, I told him that you would. He would need to talk to you about when we're going to podcast during the holidays. All right. Well, thank you for your email there, Dan, the mailman. I don't think I'll be able to go to the parks this weekend. We'll see what happens uh, when you uh, get off uh, from uh, school. Pretty cool. I'll go, we'll go hang out and, uh, hey, we'll head over to um, the Grand Californian Hotel and uh, get some hot chocolates. Ooh. Yes. Well, that's all the emails uh, this week. And if anyone has any comments, questions, or their own tip of the week, tip of the month, uh, tip of the year, <laughs> all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. So I won't be able to uh, go to the parks this weekend because I will be heading to Arizona. Bye. See ya. Uh, once again, I'll be uh, helping out uh, my friend's float for the what is called the Christmas Boombox Parade. That's happening happening in uh, Bullhead City, Arizona. So this year's theme is 20 years of Harry Potter. And uh, we're going to be doing uh, a scene from the Goblet of Fire, since you brought that up earlier. And we're going to be doing something. I heard something about a goblet being on the float and fire coming out of it. Fire! Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. I'm telling you, if I find out that it's not green fire, though, you're fired. <laughs> I don't, I'm not in charge of that. Oh, okay. I'm in charge of the blue uh, fog. Oh, right, yes. You're in charge of the... Uh, the, uh... the deers. Yes. The blue deers, lighting on the deers in the blue fog. That's, uh, yes. The Patronus. Yes, that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I never did show you a picture of it, did I? I need to see a scene. Oh, oh you need scene. you need actual, like, video. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I want to watch it so I can... Yeah, you do. You should. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that scene, and I'm going to be playing who? I, I, I always get forget his name. Harry? No, I'm not going <laughs> to... Oh. The, 
the tall guy. Um, what's his name? The one who died. Dumbledore. No. Oh, Alan Rickman. Yes. Snape. Oh, yes. so you're playing Snape. Yes, that's my job. So I gotta make sure I have a black outfit. I don't think that'll be hard. No. Anything, so, just raid your brother's closet. <laughs> exactly. So, yep, I will be doing that uh, this weekend, and it's going to be pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty fun, and uh, hopefully not um, too cold. In the hot tub. Hot tub. Too cold in the hot tub. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out ButtonsByDigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this super short edition of the Mouse Power Podcast. Yeah, that's fine. Yep, I'm not complaining. Last week would have been short, but as I as was pointed out in the uh, summary, uh, Tim was here. Yes, and uh, yeah, a lot of editing. And if you guys uh, didn't uh, check out the ending, uh, you would have uh, heard... The recipe for a mint julep. <laughs> uh, according to Tim in the internet. Right. So anyway, um, hey, it's a good, uh, super short show, which is really cool because uh, less time for me to edit. Isn't that, wasn't that a Pixar short, super short show? That was a uh, Oh, Sanjay's super team. Oh, but there was Mike's super short show. Oh, that was an actual show? Yeah. Oh, okay. But you're not Mike. No, I'm not. I'm not Mike. No. I don't want to be like Mike either. <laughs> All right. So, hey, don't forget, you can go head over to Pixar here and go check out Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Finally made his debut. And uh, he looks does like, he live up to the hype? I don't know. I mean, for you, because you like him, he probably does. But I mean, for the normal Joe who's been waiting all this time for Bing Bong to finally show up. I, I think we're the only ones that have been waiting all this time. <laughs> Seriously, because uh, when I was there. There was hardly anyone like looking at him or taking pictures. You're right. I mean, but how long had how, how long had he been revealed since when you saw him? He was revealed on Friday, so three days then. Yes. So yeah, there should have been, still been bloggers and people yeah. interested taking pictures of him, but nobody seemed to care about Bing Bong being there. Yeah, because uh, we were standing there and I was trying to get a good picture, and there were people like walking in the store and they go, "Oh, you know." Cause they were good about to get in my way, and they realized I was trying to take a picture. But yes, yeah, so I think we're the only ones that've been waiting. <laughs> well, I do think that uh, he will probably get a second life in the, of interest when the uh, you know when that when the when the uh, Inside Out area opens over there in the corner. Finally, yeah, uh, you'll get more traffic going there over there by his store. True, and maybe at that point they'll actually decide to actually put candy uh, sweets in in his sweet shop. Yeah, I know how. Uh, As opposed to just a bunch of clothes. Speaking of sweets, uh, they don't have the rainbow bark right now. Oh, rude. Exactly. Because I guess because they have a peppermint bark. Oh. But, I mean, as long as they still have the uh, the memory refreshers, I still need to get over there and yeah. try those. Yeah. Make sure you don't get the ones with nerds if you have having a toothache. Oh, yeah, no. That would <laughs> probably not be good. Yeah, those are, those are small and they like to go into uh, places. Right. So I don't know when I'll be in the parks again. Probably later on this month, in the middle somewhere, and I can go over there and uh, just. Oh, you know what I actually want to do? I haven't done it yet. Is watch the uh, Christmas Fantasy Parade. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet, so that's 
that's the next thing I'm going to do for sure is watch that parade. I want to watch it at 6 o'clock, the night one, so I can check it out with the lights and everything. Make, you know, of course, it's better. Christmas is better at night with lights and stuff. Yes. So that's what I'm going to do. And, uh, of course, uh, have some hot chocolate during that time. And I get fat on some uh, festival of fatness stuff. There's still things that I want to try over there, a couple of desserts. And I do want to try that one drink that you had. With the Sprite and what else was there? Uh, lime Sherbert. Yes, that. I do want to try that. So don't forget, you guys can go check out all the Festival of Fatness food. And if you guys take a picture of your food, uh, hashtag it with Fat Time in the Parks and Festival of Fatness. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Festival or speaking of Fatness, uh, don't we mentioned earlier, I mentioned earlier about the Very Merry Tea Party. Well, we did look up in the meantime... And there's literally only one date available uh, for the online reservations, that is, and that is next Wednesday, December 13th. So if you hear this you should, and you're interested in that, well, that's the only date left. Otherwise, try calling the phone number. 714-781-DINE, D-I-N-E. And they might have reservations that are only available through the phone. Maybe, yes. Maybe. But, uh, so as of right now, they were basically telling you about something that's sold out. Yeah, so it's... December 13th is available right now at 12.30 p.m. So yes. If it's not already sold out by the time you hear this. Yes. And also don't forget to get over there to the Opera House and check out the Mary Poppins, Art of Mary Poppins Returns exhibit. Since there we're looking like there may be no sneak peek of the sneak peek of the sneak peek. So, of course, any of those things you can find out on the social medias. We are Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on Instagram and Twitter, simply Mousepair on the Snapchats. Uh, we're not on Tumblr, so you don't have to worry about any changes to us on <laughs> December seventeenth at all. But uh, I don't know about you. Uh, I'm not on Tumblr either, but you can find me on Instagram at Blue thirteen thirteen. Also, follow buttons by Digs on Instagram. There, you'll see your button orders going out. Don't forget to head over to DGPClothing.com. Help support the podcast, get your mouse pyre gear, or you can get your own gear and now design whatever you want on shirts and hoodies and things like that. Don't forget, you can also support us over at patreon.com slash mousepire. Check out the Michael the Mel Guy $3 special. But that $3 will go a long way, trust me, just like Ernesto did. Thank you, Ernesto, for helping us out. And uh, don't forget, uh, you can check out our podcast on YouTube. Check out all the awesome pictures that are posted up when we talk about certain things. And, of course, Wreck-It Rachel's pictures of her Christmas tree. That tree looks really, really nice, so check that out. Hopefully, if you guys uh, listened to the beginning of this podcast, you would have heard our christmas theme music. Yeah, it's Christmas time, so you would have heard the awesome Christmas music that Tim the Tech put together. And uh, you, you should also head over to YouTube and check out the beginning of the podcast with the Christmas scenes and the videos and things like that. I like that guy. Yes. There's a cool character that we love in the opening. So you guys should definitely go check that out. And follow la la la. Exactly. Follow la 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 until next time. Remember, it is not the size of the turkey that matters. It's the number of people who need to be fed. Of course, we don't do math. So for Captain Wilton Parmenter, Vinton Harper, and Dr. Frank Wilson, I'm Anthony. And I'm Diggs. Bye. We're doomed. This deal is getting worse all the time.
I don't like turkey. <gasps> this podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Mary Poppins Returns is almost here, and although there appears to be no sneak peek in sight, they are having an art exhibit over at the Opera House on Main Street. I'm doing like I do to Tim. I'm giving too many long sentences. In this week's episode, we're giving thanks for all our... In this week's episode, we're giving thanks for all our... All... I can't do that all for all, all our bounties. In this week... <laughs> That's all. <laughs>